All right, everybody, welcome back to Top Tier Podcast. My name is Pale L. Poppy. <laughs> we also got the chosen one here. Welcome back to another. Yeah, man, crazy week, man. Kanye coon shit flickering on and off. He can't he can't figure out if he's a pro black or if he's a coon. He's he just can't he's always all over the place. Nigga is confused. Coon chip is flickering. He's he's short circuiting right now. The brain, the coon chip is short circuiting. <laughs> like how they said the reptilian celebrities be just zoning out sometimes. They be turning well, they that say, chip they off. Say, uh, Elon, when Elon Musk went on Joe Rogan and they said he was he was like a robot. He's like seems like Elon's already taking the neural lace. He's yep. already taking the neural link. Exactly. He's already connected. He's getting <laughs> uploads and down. Oh, oh! I just did this calculation. Yeah, we got a jam-packed one for y'all today. Um, a lot of topics range from politics to just, you know, matters of society, pop culture, video games, TV shows. You know how we do in the fucking top-tier podcast, so we're going to get it started for y'all right now. Hope y'all are doing well. Hopefully we can add some light to your day. All right, well, sir, what would you like to begin with today on this fine evening? Uh... I kind of want to start with Overwatch thoughts. Let's start with gaming. We don't. We never start with gaming. We never do. We never start with gaming. It's a first so, for yeah, everything. As you know, everyone, Overwatch Two has come out. It's free to play. You know, you guys can download it. Blizzard. If you know anything about Blizzard, World of Warcraft, you can go to their website, download the launcher. And for those who don't know, Overwatch is like a. It's like a team shooter. It's like Team Fortress. Like, you know, you have healers, you have damage dealers, you have tanks. And you push objectives. You shoot people. It's a first-person shooter, but it's very hero-based. It's kind of like League of Legends, Apex, you know, those hero-based shooters. But it's like one of the older ones. came out in 2016. So they just released a big expansion. It adds new characters, whole new rebalancing. Apparently, PvE is coming. Um, so I'm, I'm, an, I'm an older player. Like, I played in beta. I played a little bit. played for like a month after it came out, and I dropped it for years. And I'm back now. I played a little bit like a year ago. But what do you think, Nick? I mean, I'm more curious about what a new player would think. You, I mean, you've never played. The game's been out for, like, since 2016. Yeah, this is the first time I played it. I remember when it came out, it was a pretty big deal at the time. I don't know what that's for. And I, I mean, that was before, like, the Battle Royale shit. So it was way still before, just way before. regular shooter, right? Mm-hmm. It was just, I don't know if there was any of, any level of upgrade to the game level, to the gameplay, or... Anything like that, the technology or whatever. But in terms of this game, Overwatch 2, I never played the first one, but I picked up the second one to play with y'all. Um, you know, it's cool. It's, it's an average shooter. To me, it just feels like Call of Duty with powers. So yeah. it's just another subset of skills that, you know, you can build in your gaming portfolio, I suppose. It's a fun game, though. You know, we've been playing it the last couple of nights. I've been enjoying myself. Can't complain. Yeah, I, had, I had a lot of fun. I haven't had this fun since launch. Like, I think the game is like... I think it's dope, man. I think it's. I, I have more appreciation for it because I'm better at shooting. When I first got the game, I was trash with mouse and keyboard. I was garbage. I still so it am. took away from the enjoyment of it for me, at least. It took I can tell that the level of skill on that game is very impressive. It's very high. I mean, there's yeah, more new players right now, so maybe I'm kind of getting a little bit of luck involved. You know, I'm able to get my damage. <laughs> my damage is looking okay on the statistics, um, but I, I think that. That skill level, because if I'm if I'm correct in assuming that that game is primarily made for PC, does that even do they even have it on console? Uh, console? They have it on consoles, but I, PC is in mind because it was made after uh, Team Fortress, which I don't. I think Team Fortress may have a console port, but th- these are PC games. These are like PC primarily. They have console ports, but it's made for PC. It's hard without like those. They have heavy aim assist. It's hard to play it without without aim assist because it was made for PC. 
Yeah. Versus if it was made for console, they can switch transfer it over. Not that hard, but other way around, you need a lot of aim assist. So and compared to the first one, um, pluses, negatives? Um, I mean, to be honest, it really is the same game. They just added some new shit. And it's really an expansion. That's why I call it an expansion. I don't think calling it Overwatch 2 is fair because it's like they can't do loot boxes anymore because loot boxes were banned in a lot of countries because it's like gambling. So you would play, oh. get a loot box, like an Apex. But I don't know why didn't they still do it in Apex. But it's like they the do. Apex system where you buy a box, you get lucky, it gives you an item. And then sometimes some items appear in the store that you can buy. Um, but it's the same game, bro. Like we only got like two new characters. We got some new maps. It's an expansion. That's like an update. It's not Overwatch 2, I think it's capped. But I think a lot of people say the reason why they're calling it Overwatch 2 is because they want to get everybody take attention away from all the sexual assault scandals going on at Blizzard. Uh-oh. Yeah, like a year or two ago, it was like mass, mass people getting kicked out of Blizzard for, for sexual assault allegations. They changed the name of one of the characters because he was named after one of the guys, McCree. So he's called Cassidy now because he was like, Named after one of the guys who was a, uh, an abuser, a sexual oh, abuser. Oh, Jesus. So that's why they changed his name to Cassidy from McCree. Fun fact for your head. <laughs> and I saw like, um, I saw an article of like that when it was happening. It was like, there are women who were pregnant and they were breastfeeding at uh, Blizzard. And like they would put their breast milk in the fridge and the shit was going missing. Creepy ass dudes was taking that shit and drinking it like Homelander from the Come boys. On, <laughs> wrong with people man it's always so, the dudes too it's always the weird ass dudes really dude I saw, I saw this uh i saw this quote <laughs> i think it was a meme actually i called it a quote i saw this meme technically it is like i suppose uh where it said not always men or no no no, no. it said not all men but always men <laughs> i was like were you thinking about that like just break that down like that's facts that it's not facts. it's not all men but, but somehow, some way or another, it's always men. Sometimes, it's, it's every <laughs> once in a while, it is a woman, but it's mostly men. You can almost be 100% assured that as a, as a creepy-ass dude did that shit. Why yeah, do you man. think that is? In terms of the harassment stuff? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm giving an excuse for it because women have a sex drive, too. Women have high libidos sometimes as well. So I don't want to make it sound like this is an excuse, but I think that men, we already know that men have problems trying to deal with our emotions, you know, and some men might be, you know, hormonally a certain way, speaking of like the testosterone and like that rage filled nature or like a, a, a feeling of like having to, uh, we call it dominate, right? Like when we talk about men, it's like dominance. It could mm -hmm. be something like that that a lot of men just don't know how to temper that, that sounds like an excuse, though. Because in a, civilized, excuse. in a civilized society, you should be able to understand that there's a lot more outlets for you now to get rid of whatever those feelings... You don't have to get rid of them, per se, like they're negative feelings, but there's ways to manage whatever that, that feeling of, like, if you're horny, bro, like, you could go get a... And we have a topic coming up about sex work later. I was literally just about to say, we can just segue. We should just segue. This is a perfect segue. Might as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, they're, they're coming out with... There's a whole bunch... But just to finish that, that, uh, that sentence, that thought, there's a whole bunch of different ways for you to mitigate those feelings and get it out in a healthy way that doesn't involve having to go in the workplace or in any place, for that matter, and harass people. Anybody. Not even just women. 
like that's just not necessary. So when you see what's going on in, I believe it's New York, there is a um, congressional candidate who I feel like this is like a first for politics. I, I think it's a first. This man, Mike Itzkitz, Itzkiz, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I believe that's his name, though. Sorry for the incorrect pronunciation because I know I've, I, I butchered it. But Mike Itzkiz is um, running for a congressional seat in New York's, uh, one of New York's districts. And he, uh, one of his main platform stances is that he, he believes in legalizing sex work. And so in order to say, hey, uh, this is not fucking bullshit. I'm walking the walk, not just talking the talk. This man went and decided to put out his own sex tape that I believe he filmed with a uh, consenting sex worker. Um, and I, I went to go look up the information <laughs> to do some research on it. And I was seeing people were looking up like the actual video. It was people, trending like Mike Itzke's sex bro. tape video. <laughs> people, are, people are sick. He's not an attractive man either, so I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried, bro. People are people are sick. People, just, uh, people, you give internet was like the floodgates for creeps. Like I wonder what they were doing pre-internet. How were they getting their fix for shit? Well, to bring it back to the last conversation that we had, like I think that there's always. Well, look, everybody has. Actually, I can't say that because that's. And that's not everybody. I guess it's just a curiosity. Like, it's oh, a bit ableist. A sex tape? I guess I got to I got to check it out then to stay informed, right? Oh, that's what you're just, saying. Justifying yeah, it in I their mean, heads and shit. I'm not, like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, and I know I know I'm not the only one. So stop capping. I know that I'm not the only one who thought. I wonder what it looks like, bro. When you uh, hear of a sex tape, bro, stop, stop. When you hear sex tape, you thinking. I wonder what it looks like. That doesn't mean you're going to go look for it. I didn't look it up. I didn't go search for it. Listen, if it depends on who it is, though. If it's just some weird politician, I think that's creepy. I think that's weird. Stop. If you In heard scenario, Barack Obama sex tape. But if it was would... like some fine celebrity, of course I'm going to go look it up. Stop. So I guess maybe I'm being, maybe be I'm being picky. Maybe I'm being a little too truncated on what is acceptable. When it's acceptable to look up a sex tape that's been released. You have a little curiosity. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. This this whole situation though is very um unprecedented though. I don't think that there's ever been a politician who has purposefully leaked their own sex tape. Has that ever happened? I don't think so. I've never heard of this. Uh, the dude's clearly he's trying to get his name known. It's a great you stunt. Think about it. It's, it's a, a great, great strategy because we're living in an era where it's not like an absolutely devastation if that happens. I guess depending on how it's released in scenario, but and do, people and will say, your, yeah, go ahead. And what are your thoughts? I know we're gonna transition to that, but what are your thoughts on like sex work being like kind of like how it was in Amsterdam, where it's like you have healthcare and it's like you work for a company and it's like so come it's legalized, like because you I never mean, see that happening in America. And do you think that will cut down on the number of incel creep dudes? Because like, hey, I can go around the corner, fifty bucks, get me some, and I don't, I don't have to be a weirdo incel dude on Fortune crying about whatever. I don't know. A couple things in there. Number one, uh, I, hey, I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I believe in everybody should have the right to do whatever they want as long as it's not harming anybody. So when it comes to legalizing sex work and allowing other people, people to have benefits and um, methods of income, uh, because it's becoming harder and harder to make money. And some people will say it's becoming easier to make money, but you know, everybody has different privileges and everybody has different situations. So any way you can make money, go for it. I'm all for it. The second qu uh, question that you asked to answer that. 
in terms of the incel-ish dudes and that whole thing, is it going to be able to mitigate that? I would hope so, right? Obviously, I would hope so. Um, because as we were saying, as it pertains to the last uh, conversation, there are a plethora of ways outside of sex work in order for you to fulfill your needs. But hey, if that's legal, that's another way. So let's add on top of that. Sure, that's great. But the problem with that, I think, is that when it comes to these incelish dudes, the problem is not that they're not having sex. That's not the problem. The problem is that they're violent. That's the problem. So I don't know if that necessarily would be, in, in, a, in a way, it's almost like it becomes easier for them to start uh, uh, committing some some of these atrocities that we see. But how, how would it be easier if it's legalized, right? It's in a public sense. It's worked for a company. They have their own security. I'm just brainstorming it. They Let's have say a panic it's like, button. As soon as the dude starts acting violent, hit the panic button. They're on his ass. I understand, you know like, but it, it's this still, is like fully corporatized now. This whole sex work. I still feel thing. like you're kind of making it like because these. I mean, crazy people are going to do crazy things regardless. If they want to commit an atrocity, they're going to do it. And I hate to make it dark, but it's kind of just saying like it's. I feel like in a way it's kind of putting a target on it. I don't know if this is going to be like a freelance thing, but if you're talking about making it like the red light district, I'm going to assume it's like institutionalized. Yeah. It's where like it's a, like institutionalized where it's like there's like you go to you go area. to the little brothel, right? Right. You go right. to the little and it's like a public company, like it's like a company. Like you walk in and it's like you walk up the counter. I want this girl and blah blah blah. And there's yeah. security everywhere. Yeah. That to Security me sounds word. like when I you think start about some shit, they they beat your ass. But when thing, I hear know? that, and it sounds to me like when I think about these incelish dudes, extremely violent guys, that sounds to me like, hey, Dylan Ruth, this is the church that you can go shoot up. Or hey, I'm not sure who the dude that blow uh, the name of the guy who blew up the Oklahoma the Oklahoma City bombing that government building, but it's like, hey, this is the government building for this area. That's what it seems like to me. So, so you're saying it's it's le it's less of like a moral issue or less of a religious issue. You're saying it's more of an American culture because a lot of people will argue any which way why it shouldn't be allowed. Mm -hmm. You're saying it's an American culture issue where. Because of where we are in American society, it's not feasible because it's just going to be another Planned Parenthood to shoot up or another school to shoot up or another whatever thing some group extremist group doesn't agree with in America. You're just making a target for them. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be done for those reasons. I'm saying that in, in terms of answering that question that you asked me in terms of for the incelish dudes, are they going to be able to have an outlet? And it's not just going to be for them, but in speaking just primarily about them. So that they have some way to get their chops off for them. I just hope that there's a level of protection for that. I don't think that that yeah. just because you make sex work legalized or you decriminalize it, that that means that all of a sudden these incel dudes just aren't going to exist because they can go. Get I them. see what you're saying. I yeah. was thinking from the case that now there's no excuse. You complaining about how you can't get sex, but now you have an outlet for it. So yeah. what's the complaint now? Yeah. But you know, these guys are crazy to begin with. So they'll mm. just be a new thing. Well, I want, I want sex. That I don't have to pay for That doesn't right. count. Exactly. They're going to move the goalpost on it. So yeah. they're going to come up with the reason. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I just forgot about that one guy who shot up, who was shooting up like Asian massage parlors, who I guess, I don't know if there's, there's any evidence that they were, it was actually prostitution going on, but he made it seem like it was from what he was saying. But, Let's just assume that's what went down. He's an incel type guy. And he still went and shot it up. Exactly. So I see what I see your point on what you're making. Where people will go and service. shoot it up just on just for the opposite reason to say this is wrong, 
and yeah. I don't want this. But that's here. an American culture thing. Yeah, you don't see people getting shot up in Amsterdam over this. No, you don't. That's very. It's a very American. And thing. even the fact that we're speaking about the major atrocity that would be committed is an act of gun violence. Doesn't that's not even a really a conversation that other countries would have to have because they don't deal with the type the 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 level of crisis that we deal with here. So even that in and of itself is a completely nuanced conversation um, that we probably are only having here. Um, yeah, but funny-ass conversation. Just <laughs> Like, I don't even know if that guy can get hired anymore. The Mike Itzitz mm-hmm. guy. Can, like, honestly, like, if it doesn't work out, like, so you're just going to run for political office your entire life? Like, you can't go get... I, like, if you try to go get a job at fucking Ralph's, are they going to allow you to have that sex tape out? Does that have any hindrance on your well, ability to apply? For, I guess it's the same thing for OnlyFans models. If you didn't invest that money when you were making, cleaning up, making thousands, hundreds of thousands to millions a month, and you spent, you fucked off all that money, every time you get a job, we say, oh, uh, uh, fat kitty angel, 223. Oh, my is, is that your Is that your, your OnlyFans? Like, I don't know. I just made up a name. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like, fat kitty. <laughs> That's too bad, bro. What's the furthest you think you'll go to prove that you're like real serious about a certain subject? Would you ever do that? Would you no, ever put out a sex would, tape in I order to say? Put out a sex, I would never put out a sex tape ever. I, I, I could see myself making one with a partner, but then even then that has potential to get leaked. If somebody can rob my house and like, ooh, this, this dude, Elliot, we're going to put out his sex tape just to fuck with him. Well, no one has you, physical you sex things, tapes things except for Kim like, Kardashian. It's worth you better to have physical than it's better to have it on an SD card than it is to have on on a cloud to get hacked. Yeah, so fappening the fappening can happen again, but it's for <laughs> me. That's funny. That's funny. Okay, what else um, we got? Netflix is coming out with a with an ad program where you can pay six bucks a month. You can watch Netflix ads just like Hulu. You pay a small small fee to watch Netflix with ads, but I think. Six bucks is overpriced to to have to watch fifteen minutes worth of ads for every episode or movie you watch. I don't want to do that. Who wants to do that? You might as well. So they're like enticing you to watch the full version. I feel like they would make more money if they made it two bucks a month, instituted all their little account bullshit they want to do, and then they make they clean up on ad revenue. They probably make more on ad revenue than they do on their regular subscription. Are you trying to have a conversation about? Uh, what we should be thinking as the consumer or are you trying to have a conversation about should the consumer be boycotting Netflix? Nah, yeah, what should we think as a consumer? Like, what would you like them to do more if they're offering an ad program? What pricing do you think it should be? I think I think it should be two, three bucks most, max. I don't think at the end of the day people even care about pricing. I think that at the end of the day people are hooked on Netflix. Netflix is first out to market with that streaming platform business model. So people are going to keep Netflix regardless. And it's already built up enough of a name for you to feel like you're going to miss out if you don't have Netflix. So we're not going to, it's not like we're going to see Netflix, like whatever that base model is that they're going to start to implement with that advertising model, that's just going to be the, that's going to be the start. It's not like they're just going to keep that price at the same level for the next five years or even uh, bring the price down. The price is only going to shoot up as time goes on. So I'm not even worried about that. I don't even I don't even think about it, honestly. With this whole conversation about Netflix with ads, I'm like, well, I, I'm thinking of it more in terms of like I should be investing in Netflix. <laughs> honestly. Oh no, I think Netflix is on the way out. 
how can Netflix be on its way out? And we had the conversation last time about how it's going to movie theaters for the first time ever. They're putting other their people own are already in, on uh, originals. Other, I'm not about not originals, but other people are already having movies go direct to streaming or, or be back and forth, vice versa, between streaming and, and the movie theater simultaneously. So I don't even think that's something unique that they're doing, per se. It's not unique. It's not unique. It's just cool that they're doing it. But it's definitely going to be able to keep them in the camp. Like, they're not going to get voted off the island anytime soon. But in terms of the ad things, yeah, I'm pissed about it. I I don't watch Netflix enough for me to be like, damn, this is going to ruin my entire, <laughs> you know, my entire, uh, that the way I, I make Netflix run efficiently for me. It's not going to mess up my flow or anything. I don't watch Netflix. So I don't really care. But I'm sure that other people uh, other people care. I'm sure that other people are pissed about it, probably including yourself. No, I, no? I, I am pissed about it. But you know what? It doesn't. It would piss me off if I didn't if I wanted to buy it and I didn't want to pay full price for Netflix. But I don't pay for my Netflix. My parents pay for it and I use it. So it doesn't affect me yeah. either way. I just hate that But they're cutting down on that, so it will. I'm confused. So they're cutting I thought they were just upping the price to keep keep it without ads. Netflix is doing a few things in order to maximize their revenue. Because they want to be getting money they understand the fact that they get they have people that are indirectly consuming their content. So this is Netflix's plan. Netflix wants to get money directly from its consumers. So number one, they're going to start cutting down on people sharing their passwords, right? So they're not, you're not going to be able to have three, four, or five people using the same Only Netflix account. Only two people use mine. That's number so it one. Should not be a problem. You're still going to have to pay for it. They're still going to figure out a way to do it. I don't know how their algorithm is doing it. I don't know how they're computing it, calculating it. I do not know. I'm not a tech guy. I'm not a coder. But that is what they said that their plan is to do. They're going to crack down on multiple people using the same account who are not paying for the account. That is the reason why they are also implementing where they're going to make people, they're going to charge people for having, quote unquote, multiple profiles. I should say it that way. Multiple profiles on the same account. That shit is ass. So that's number two. People are still going to use the same profile. And number three is, number three is, let's get into this advertising game. That's the most lucrative in capitalist, in the capitalist game. So let's get on this advertising shit. We're just going to hit you with advertisements, just like you said Hulu does. So that's the three things that they're doing. They also are doing the Netflix straight to the movie theaters as well. They're in a good spot. I don't see Netflix moving anytime soon away from the number one spot. Now, in terms of is Netflix necessary anymore? That's that's the question that's actually needing to be answered. It, it does ne- do do people even need to have Netflix anymore if Netflix is just is just going to turn into another version of cable? The only difference is that you get Netflix network originals. So it's like think of it like a TV network. That's it, all it, it is. It, do you think Netflix like is stars necessary? And, you know, stars and all them little premium cable things. That's like cr- mm-hmm. that's what they've evolved into as streaming services because they have exclusive yeah. content and shit you only can get on there. And you have to get, you have to pay. Yeah. Remember, you had to get cable, then you had to pay twenty bucks for stars, and you had to pay twenty bucks for something else, and you had to pay twenty bucks for NBA. It's the same thing. They just recreated it. It was supposed to be a revolution from cable, and then now they're just recreating cable. Yeah, Netflix. Netflix is not going to trick me. They are not going to hold me captive, hostage. None of that. I am. They're not leveraging me. Okay, I'm leveraging Netflix. That's just the way it is. That's just, that's the way it's going to be. And if Netflix can't get behind that and can't understand that consumers are leveraging Netflix, their product is not good that good to where people are just going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll pay whatever number so that I can have my Netflix, so that I can have my daily dose of whatever the fucking 
next Netflix original TV show that they come out for uh, for teens will, will be. You know, that's not that's not that's not going to fly. That's not going to fly. Along the lines of this whole big tech thing, MetaQuest Pro will be released on October 25th this year. Great little Christmas present if you're willing to pay up to fifteen hundred dollars for their newest iteration. Got me fucked up of the MetaQuest. Got me fucked up. How long does MetaQuest last for, bro? Because it hasn't picked up in the last two years since it's been. um, uh, It's probably like a year and a half. Let's say two years. In the last two years that it's been marketed since it's come to the floor, it hasn't uh, since they've come out with this AR thing. It hasn't really picked up any juice, picked up any steam. Do you think that MetaQuest is even going to be a product that Mm-mm. survives for the next five years? Kind of along the lines of a Google Glass. People don't even the know what the Google is Glass is if you talk think, to eight I out of ten people. Apple's going to smack the dust off of Meta. I think Apple's going to smack the absolute dog shit out of Meta because they're coming with heat. All the rumors that I've been talking about the last couple of years is it's supposed to be revolutionary. It's supposed to be extremely light. It's supposed to be like I don't know if you've ever seen like an Oculus Quest two. Oculus, which is Meta, Meta Quest, Oculus Quest. Yeah. It's huge. They say it's apparently like less than a third of the size of that thing. It's really supposedly, I can, I can see it looking more like, like a, um, those like little sleeping caps, those like little sleeping masks. It's probably going to be like, mm-hmm. kind of like that. It's going to be thicker, but it's going to be kind of more closer to that form factor. And I think that's going to absolutely blow the dust off the waters because I think Meta just came out too early. Apple's taking the time. These are two juggernaut companies. Apple are being bigger. But these are two juggernaut companies. I think Apple is investing more of the time in the tech. I, I think Meta came out too early and is screwing them over. The tech is not there yet. Oh, that's Apple will them, be, dude. I think Apple's going to come out in like two or three, like two years. The glasses are going to come out in like three years and they're going to blow the absolute dust. That's going to be like the, the age of AR starting when Apple comes out. Because I don't think they're going to release it without it being on the iPhone, close to iPhone levels of revolutionary. And is the product even good? Because it's it'd be a different question if people were like, yo, like the product is great. Like it, it aids my workflow because that's the whole thing. Like the, they've been marketing this whole Quest model, this whole Quest line as an AR VR experience that is going to aid the work experience. It's supposed to be almost like a substitute for being in the physical space at work. That's how they've been. Maybe it was because we're in the COVID mindset. That was what they came out with. Maybe that's not what they really intended to be for. If they were smart, they would go the video game route and try to get the gamers to come on because not only is that a growing industry, but it can also permeate. Is that the, is the, is that right. the word permeate? Um, other types of, you know, other industries uh, uh, stemming from the gaming industry. Do you think that the pro- like have you had any experience with the product? Have you worn it no, like when you go to GameStop or whatever? I've seen people use it. I've seen people talk about it. I've seen people who have owned it talk about it. Have you heard any testimonial? They love testimonials. It. They think it's amazing. Like at least Oculus Quest Two. People think thought I've heard this is a couple years old now, but like people thought it was incredible. I just don't think it's ready. So, but maybe it just needs it's, time because they've already tried different price. It needs five price, to ten uh, points I think, and, before it's like everyone is using it. I think five to ten people are gonna be wearing like these little cyberpunk visors that are, like really thin and go across the eyes, and it needs AI. Like I want it to be so fucking good. I look around the room, 
right? And it's like highlighting my mouse and it says mouse and it can recognize what the mouse is or can look at my keyboard and like searching or I'm out in the street and I'm looking around and it's like telling me like, it'll highlighting businesses and telling me like what it is and what the Yelp rating is. And I'm on the street and I look on the ground and I'm like, hey, can you get me to this place a couple blocks away? Calculating. And it shows me on the ground how to get there, like a path. Like it needs to be that good. Now the tech is building, the computer vision tech and object pattern, like object recognition, AI, that tech is here. Even just like you looking at like stable diffusion, like typing things in a prompt, and it's, it generating the image for you. That means the AI has to have some kind of idea of, in general, what you wanted to paint art of. If we could just take that same and apply it to computer vision, that's like we have it now. And the tech advances exponentially, like, you know, if you know anything about Ray Kurzweil and, and technological singularity. But it's like five years before it's like consumers have that tech and it's really fucking good. I think they came out like a, like five to seven years too early. It's here, though. It's just not it's necessary here, yet. We just haven't. It's not necessary. We just haven't consumerized it and, and compartmentalized it into a retail friendly product. It's gotcha. here, though. Got it just you. hasn't, it kind of reminds me of the iPhone. Like when they were making an iPhone, like clearly it was here because they had built it. All the tech they needed to make it was here. They just had to get the right people and the right minds and the right, bring all the, buy the right companies and bring all of it together. That's all we need to do now. Got you. Well, another thing that is already here, quite literally on our doorstep is climate change, global warming, Eco uh, ecological, environmental crises extinction event. are on our doorstep, yes, and it is threatening humanity as we know it. This weekend, there was an incident that took place across the pond and in a museum where there were three individuals, two of which were a couple of young women who went into a museum that featured a painting that is the most iconic painting known by the, the artist uh, Van Gogh. And they splashed a tin, individually a tin of tomato soup. I don't know if it was Campbell's. I don't know if it was the good stuff. I don't probably know if it was that, that Progresso. Probably that 99 cent <laughs> It was probably that Progresso bullshit that <laughs> it probably wasn't that probably good that Campbell's shit. But they went, they went Warhol. They went Warhol uh, on this Van Gogh painting, and they said it was in the name of the ecological disasters that are about to take place in the coming decades or years. Um, people are taking this to uh, in a couple different angles from a couple different angles. Number one is obviously the the matter at hand, which is the glo uh, the global warming crisis uh, that's pretty much just eating alive is, is what the science is telling us. It's just eating us alive. That's number one. And number two, the angle that they've been taking is Gen Z in its activism, the methods in which that our generation chooses to go and make our voices heard and fight for what we view is uh, justice. Which angle would you like to tackle first? Uh, I'll talk about Gen Z activism. Let's talk about it. Well, I think it's too far. I don't know. I don't think it's too far. I think in the past, people who are really extremist, with extremism meaning they would at any means necessary, even murder, will fight for protest and fight for what they believe in. 
at any cost. I think this is just, I think this is more than what you typically expect from Gen Z. Most of Gen Z is internet activism. I mean, they actually got on the ground floor and was like, let's think of something that'll get people's attention. So I think that's more than what you would typically expect from Gen Z. Gen Z is usually crying on Twitter and not actually getting out and taking action about it, about whatever they're mad about. And being called... And the funny thing about it is that they call us entitled, nah, right? They call our, our generation entitled. entitled. It baffles me that they even, they ruined, they they literally were the most wealthy, fucked us over, and now we can barely afford a house, and you guys went to college for hundreds of dollars a semester. If anyone is entitled, it's boomers. I don't want to hear it. They piss me off. They're so, they're... They call our generation soft. Soft. You went to college for $500 a semester. You're the one who's soft. You could work minimum wage and you still could go to college. You're you're the one that's soft. We get our backs bent over. And I they mean say, to cut you off. and they, and no no this is this is great content. And they say lastly that our generation has no backbone when it comes to picking the proper side of moderate politics, of inclusive politics, straight down the middle. Not too hard, not too soft. Not too Democrat, not too Republican. Not too left, but not too right. They want us right down the fucking middle. And here we go with this extremist activism. Extremist. It's Tell what you, people dude, like, are They got us fucked up, the media. Uh, I forgot to mention. Nowhere near that. This is just some performative. Get, look, at, look at me. Well, let me, let me give the context. Let me get the context because I forgot to mention. I'll let you go. Sorry. I forgot to mention the reason why it's even taking on that narrative is because after they splashed the painting with the tomato soup cans, they also glued themselves to the wall as if to say, like, I'm using my body as a method of activism. I forgot to mention that. It just feels like very white liberal performative, performative tree hugging activism. Like, listen, I, I'm, and I'm a tree hugger. Right, like in and in a general sense, like I, I'm I'm all for clean energy. I'm all for lab grown meats. I'm all for doing whatever we, carbon capture. That's me. I believe in that. But I'm just saying, like, what I mean by tree hugger, it just seems like very performative. Like I'm gonna chain myself to this tree so they don't, so they won't cut it down. You know what I mean? But it's not looking at the larger issue of it. It's just like we're gonna protect this tree that they're gonna cut down in the forest. You know what I mean? Like it's very performative. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see how this is actually gonna change anything i feel like if they want to change something they would they're gonna be in investing in, in companies that are all about clean energy they're gonna be going into, they're gonna be actively involved in local politics and national politics and putting in their own candidates that care about these things that are actually gonna change the laws that are gonna be more climate friendly like that's what i see is what makes sense this just seems like some bullshit that's like actually getting involved in your politics i feel like is gonna be what's gonna make the difference because these people make the decisions Make the difference. Getting more people on board, educating more people about about renewable energy, you know, carbon capture, investing in nuclear fusion, that's all the that hard stuff. Work. I feel like is what's actually going to do something versus. And that's yeah. the hard work. That's the hard work. That's the work that you can't. You can. You can't just go and. I mean, as technically you can, but you can't go and pick up some some you know ordinary Joe or ordinary Jane off the street and run them as your candidate go door to door and introduce people to your candidate. But you can just go to a random museum, splash some tomato soup on it, and glue yourself to the wall and say, I'm doing this for X, Y, and Z. You can do that, though. So the fact that they want to call us soft, 
back then when I call us entitled. If anything, we're like, they fucked us over so badly. We're going to be one of the toughest generations, in my opinion, because they were literally given everything, especially like if you look in American sense, like white boomers, you guys got, you guys got, what was it? Zero interest loans. I'm going to want the GI bill. You know what I'm talking about? Where they got to, they got to go to college, so they got the college heavily subsidized. They got home loans that the black veterans didn't get get access to. Zero down home loans. I'm pretty sure they were zero down. I don't know why I'm forgetting about it now. I just want to know if they're um, if they were zero down. Look that shit up, my just, good man. Uh, Look that shit up, my good GI man. Loan, World War Two. I'm just curious. GI Bill, yeah, 0% down payment loans, low interest loans. They were given access to. You got to go to college. If you went, if you fought in the war, you went to college for basically free. And anything you had to pay was you could work a minimum wage job, pay your bills for college, and have money left over to have fun and party, I guess. And retire, exactly. get a nice pension from your job. You guys are like, boomers are like the biggest hypocrites ever. They're like the... Social they security. They spread this bullshit propaganda like you work so hard. I can't go work a minimum wage job and pay for college. I'm fucked. If I go to anybody go to college today, and you, and you know what I mean, and people going to get their masters and PhDs and JDs and MDs and come out with like two, three hundred k loans, you're fucked. Gen- generations of debt. You'll never pay it off. Generations of debt is exactly what you leave. Only with. way you can pay it off, I guess, if you're a doctor and you live with your parents for a couple of years and you just put all your money. And that's years of you not being able to accumulate money. That's years of you, not, especially if you're just paying off as soon as possible. That's years of you not being able to really accumulate wealth. So you're even further behind. You went to school all these years. Then you got to wait even more years to accumulate wealth. A boomer got out, didn't have no debt, and could just high-paying jobs could... A lot of dudes didn't even have to go to college. They could work a factory job and take care of a family of four in the 50s and 60s. 50s. True. They need to stop. Take your ass So you to went Ford. to college. So if you, you <laughs> could get out of high school and take care of a family of four off a factory job, not having to go to high school, college. Imagine a college engineer guy in the 50s. You are upper middle class. There's no way you're not. Just off that logic alone. We got to fix your mic. Sorry. What's up with the mic? I'm sorry to say... I, we got it. It's just oh, it blares. Yeah, we got to fix it. I get loud. But yeah, like boomers are the late, and then they're and they're the main. And we still dealing with them, and they're fucking over our economy. They're fucking over, fucking over. Make these same jackasses run our country, run our economy. These same jackasses, these boomers. You had it great. You fucked us over, and then you talk. You want to run around and talk about a glory days about how you worked so hard. And you literally had everything handed to you. And people in today are screwed over and actually have to get it out the mud. It is a conversation that will be had until the days that we are considered the new age boomers. But it will be a great conversation until then. Another conversation that has been being had has been being had. That's not English. <laughs> that has been had recently is the conversation about what Black Lives Matter means. Not means to society, not means to the culture, not means to black people, not means to white people. What does Black Lives Matter mean? And this is a conversation that Candace Owens has recently taken up as her own. 
This is her muse for her latest documentary titled The Greatest Lie Ever Told. It was recently her premiere. You probably saw some pictures of Kanye yeah. West, Ray J, and this, that, and the third being at, at the premiere. And I think that it's a conversation that actually is quite necessary to have because we are living in an age where dog whistling, uh, and this has always been a thing, but we are living in an age where I feel like information, um, valid, truthful information needs to be shared at a higher rate. And at least if it's already known, it needs to be reiterated at a higher rate. So that way this misinformation and all this hate speech and whatever the fact can all be let, you know, that, that can be taken out to the garbage. Take that out to the back. Take that behind the woodshed. So let's have this conversation. Black Lives Matter. I feel like most people consider it a movement, but there seems to be a lot of people that conflate the movement with the well, organization. Or there may be even some people that don't even understand the fact no, that Black Lives Matter I'm in sorry. and of itself is an exclusive organization. Point, Anyone saying that is just a willfully ignorant racist. And I'm not reading the comments for you bitch-ass niggas who have anything to say of what I'm about to say. I'm just letting you know now. Everybody knows that what Black Lives Matter means. People will willfully, you're saying white lives don't matter? Clearly white lives matter because there, we wouldn't have a, a, a ridiculous system based off crayon colors where the the one the white ones <laughs> I don't even want to get into this. I all I'm this is all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna take it all the way there. But all I'm gonna say is Black Lives Matter really means Black Lives Matters to, matters too. Everybody know, understands that black black men are getting murdered in the streets right now constantly. It's not even just right now, just in general. That's what the whole movement started from is black men being murdered unjustly by the police. So you're saying, hey guys, can you stop killing us? We're humans too. Our lives matter too. And everybody runs. And so all of a sudden, you know, the Black Lives Matter organization came in and just caught. This is a grassroots movement. Just people saying our lives matter to stop killing us. And some random grifting organization. You know, right wingers always talk about this guy's a grifter. This dude's a grifter. This dude's, well, this is a, these guys are grifters, too. Came in, uh, pulled up, hit a lick. And now you guys are trying to run around and act like BLM is BLM is evil. Those blacks, the criminals. Well, get mad at them. This this doesn't reflect the grassroots organ, the grassroots people just making a statement. This is these are a bunch of scammers who came in that everybody else thought was legitimate. A lot of white people who donated, and they ended up being scammers. You can't Candace is trying to run around and act like this is just a whole thing representative of black people when these are like immigrants. First off, black immigrants who came in saw an opportunity to hit a lick and they hit a lick. Most of the most. So do you think that Candace Owens even needs to make this documentary? Do you think she's out of pocket for trying to share a side of the information that most people if, are not if, aware of? Even if they are willfully she, ignorant. If she's honest, which she's not going to be because she has she's in she's her right wing think tanks who pay her to spout off coon nonsense are, are not going to slip in some dog whistles. But if she just reports it as it is, these are some these are uh, grifting scammers who came in and, and ripped off a legitimate movement a grassroots movement of the people that's fine but you already know she's gonna slip in all this prager you fox news bullshit in it to try to be like see these blacks are scammers B blm was just one big scam they their lives don't matter she's gonna be slipping in all kinds of bullshit that has nothing to do with the fact that these are just highly i guess you could say they're intelligent scammers who saw an opportunity to rip people off and they made their money focus on them but don't discredit the grassroots movement because the grassroots movement has nothing to do with a bunch of scammers coming in, 
making a business behind the name and just ripping off a whole bunch of people. But they won't, they're not going to be, it's not going to be honest. If it's honest, it's very clear. But the right-wingers already have, the, have it in their heads that BLM is looters and burying down cities is just one big scam. Yeah, she may try to, um, she might try to have a little bit of cognitive dissonance with it. She's a, she's a paid or take a more I'm biased telling you right stance. now, in a couple of years, Candace is, once the right-wing money drives, dries up, she's going to be right. she's going to write a tell-all book. She probably has recordings of all these crazy-ass people talking crazy to her. No, people don't look into Candace's history that when she was in college, she was suing people for their racism. She was suing people for discrimination. How does someone who runs around and sprouts out, there's no racism in America, and it's just one big little happy Sambo discrediting, spreading anti-black messagings around that that is given to her. She's paid to do this. How do you 180 completely from being a, I don't know about a pro-black, but suing people, white people for discrimination if there's no racism in America. Mm-hmm. She's the main spokesperson. The people don't do their hers. research. They just see a Sambo regurgitating their, their talking points and all of a sudden, it's, see, there's a black that knows, knows her place. Yeah, let me send her $5. Yeah, she's a black who knows her place. <laughs> Don't know Donations. anything about, about the fact that she's playing you. The same dudes who are going to watch this documentary and be like, yeah, these blacks are scammers. Yeah, BLM's a scam. Don't realize they're being scammed again by Candace Owens. Don't see it. Now, is it, and this is a conversation that I want to eventually tie into Kanye West. And let me set it up. Kanye West and Candace Owens, we've seen recently, have been spending some time together. They've been seen Paris Fashion Week wearing White Lives Matter t-shirts. They've been seen now recently at her premiere not wearing any type of shirts, not blowing any dog whistles, no messaging, just the simple title, BLM, The Greatest Lie Ever Told. Now, when we're talking about Black Lives Matter or Black Lives in general, I just want to have the qu- I just want to pose the question to the room. As black people, as a community, you know, we don't see I, th- I think we tr- we've tried to take a lot of um historical cues from other groups of people that have succeeded in certain ways that we would like to succeed, see ourselves succeed in. Is it controversial or is it anti-black to even have a level of, you know, even even try to break down or expose. It, let's use that word. Is it is it anti-black to expose any nature of the wrongdoings of some of these black institutions and black organizations? No, I think this is not. A, I don't. Wouldn't consider this a black organization. I consider this as opportunist scammers. Anybody who's a scammer and, and a freeloader deserves to be exposed. This is not even a black issue. This is just a, a scammer coming in, taking advantage of all the confusion that was happening in 2020 and ripping people off. So they should be, these people need, they're like, they're Sambos too. That's another thing people don't, don't call them. They're coons and Sambos too. For doing that, you're a loser and a Sambo and a coon. They're no different than Candace Owens. They just, I guess in this sense, you could say they're, they, they position themselves on the opposite argument than Candace Owens. But these are two grifters. They just represent two different think tanks. One postures themselves as some kind of pro-black, you know, some pro-black 
grassroots spokesperson and they're just scammers. The other positions himself as a as a as a uh, a buck dancing Negro for the right wing, like a Herschel Walker type, like a Larry Elder. That's it's the same thing as Candace Owens. Do you think Kanye West is anti-black? Yeah, I think he's anti-black. I think I think he's a sambo. I think, but that's you know he's anti-black because he's he 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 regurgitates right wing talking points like the whole thing with. But George Floyd actually dying, he wasn't even really on his neck like that. Chauvin wasn't even really on his neck like that. He died of fentanyl. That's a right-wing talking point mm-hmm. that's already been debunked. Right-wingers just dismiss it because it doesn't go with the narrative. Anything that doesn't go with the narrative of white superiority gets dismissed. And hiding, hiding barbar- is their there barbarism gets dismissed. That, is there any coincidence that... Kanye has been spending time with Candace Owens, and now this is the type of rhetoric that we well, start to hear. He's been doing that before he hung out say. with Candace Owens. Candace Owens, I feel like it's just a fuck you, because Kanye always kind of seems like anything that'll bring me attention. That's why I say he's pro, he's anti-black just because what he's saying, what he's saying. But I think a lot of this is he's looking to enrich Kanye. Because I've never heard anybody regurgitate right-wing talking points and then talk about Dr. Claude Anderson, which I've brought up previously. It's like he's like he's he's appeasing the pro blacks. It's in a headline. Oh, he brought up Claude Anderson. He's appeasing the right wingers by you know releasing their talking points. And people who don't watch the who don't watch the entire interview won't really know. They'll see a headline for this. They'll see a headline for that. So either way, he's gonna have people who are like, oh, he mentioned Claude Anderson. Go Kanye. Oh, he he mentioned our our theory about our talking point about George Floyd and how he died. Yes, he's one of the good blacks. Either way, guess whose money? Who guess whose money goes up when Yeezy sales go up and his music sales go up on both sides? It's all about Kanye. Kanye He's just a narcissist. He will spout off. He's a grifter too. It's the same thing with Candace. The same thing with these BLM people. There's a bunch of people who don't give a fuck about what they're talking about. Pay me, I'll go out and be whatever you need me to be. Pay me, I'll go and, and prostrate myself as whatever and get paid. It's about the money at the end of the day. They don't care. We talking about grifters on all sides. So, so so the Kanye West thing is so confusing to me, man. It is the most bizarre series of events ever, and it really pains me that we have to spend so much time on it. But it is such a compelling storyline that's unfolding. I I can't stay away from it personally. I cannot. It's it's a battle of a man who's I don't know if he's battling identity. I don't know if he's battling ideologies. I don't know what he's battling within himself, the mental illness. I don't know. But it's all coming to something of, and you mentioned earlier, you said that Riza Islam Mm -hmm. put out a tweet. He said, pay attention to this Norway interview very closely. That's all he said. He didn't say anything else. Noriega is the host, one of the the hosts on the Drink Champs podcast, which Kanye West was recently featured on. He's been on a run of podcast features uh, going from... Uh, actually, it wasn't even all podcasts. You know, he's been on interviews with Tucker Carlson. That blew up. Everything he does, does goes viral. But he was on an interview with uh, Drink Champs and Noriega, DJ FN. He was on a... Uh, he was even on LeBron's show, The Shop. But it, apparently he's been saying some anti-Semitic shit that he also spewed there. That they just couldn't like fly and they had to cancel it. Not cancel it, but they had to shelve it. They had to shelve the interview. So you see this guy and he's on this this campaign marketing whatever the fuck he's trying to market right now. 
and it just feels like it's all just coming to a head. It really does. It really feels like it's all about to just reach the ultimate climax. And I don't know what it's going to be. I hear that tweet from Rizzo Islam and I'm like, because I'm really trying to pay attention as well, man. Because this is a man, I think that he has a certain level of exposure. And because he has such a fucking big ass mouth, he's going to say things that no one else is going to say. He's also in the position to probably not be as much of a slave to certain things as he says himself. To certain things that a lot of other celebrities or other people in his position, just wealth wise, are in. So he could he could get away with some of these things that he's saying. Maybe he is one of these individuals that are once in a lifetime. He compared himself to Moses he's on the fucking me. interview, saying that black people were the long lost Jews. And he compared himself to Moses. Maybe he is the guy. That's why it's so compelling. Yeah. I'm sorry. And that's a that's a dangerous topic. I don't agree that's with not the guy a lot. On the, podcast, the the whole like tribes of Israel, like the timelines kind of makes sense like we don't want to you know because people are really tri- jumpy about that one okay. that's like basically saying well if if we're the real ones what about the i don't know too much about are, it you know that's a dangerous topic mm, yeah we don't have yeah. to touch on it because i don't even know too much about it so let me not even speak on it but yeah i there's a lot of food for thought I, i'm just really interested this feels to me like almost like the unveiling of aliens like when we see the no, I've heard this for, i heard this for years talking man, about the, the, the hebrew israelites they've been talking about this for years i've known about this for years oh. no not that i'm talking about oh, kanye yeah. i'm talking about kanye and whatever this whatever I, and he, I know he's just talking up a storm i'm just falling for it bro i'm just i'm eating up i'm eating up the food right now i'm drinking i'm drinking the kool-aid right now definitely but you know i'm still gonna continue to talk about it um, whether you like him or you don't like him. What does he say? Mm-hmm. You got to respect him because he's number one. Shout out to Dr. Umar. We have a couple more things that we wanted to get to. A couple more things of interest. Number one, Alex Jones. They chopped his nuts sued. off. They chopped his nuts off. And has lost 970-something billion. I don't want to make Close, I don't close to a billion. I don't something mil- 900-something million. Basically a billion dollars. Yes. Basically a billion dollars. He he says that he has filed for bankruptcy. We saw him on his own show, his Infowars show, talking to his audience, kind of doing that little teleprompter thing, talking about, please, please, we need your donations. You know, we're not going to be able to fight this fight alone. You know, his voice. So he sounds really, you know, he's like a warmonger, dude. <laughs> this guy is... Sounds like a general. Only thing I know about is Joe Rogan. When I used to watch Joe Rogan, sadly, we're gonna fight this fight. The only thing I know about he, he used to talk about like yeah. only thing I know about Alex Jones that I thought was like I thought the dude was just a nutcase and crazy. I don't know anything about. Him. I know he's like some kind of right wing weirdo guy, like who has like a QAnon type dude. I'm not saying he's QAnon, but you know what I mean. He has he appeals to that crowd, that like real right wing yeah, conspiracy exactly. nut. You know uh, exactly. what do they used to call that that secret cabal? The uh, what did they used to call them? It was like this group of people in government who like run everything or like what the, 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 not the Illuminati. Illuminati. It's like, it's not the cabal. It's like the deep state. That's what it is. The deep state. Yeah. Oh, yeah or like yeah, he used yeah. to talk about how the elites have like this, like they go off in the woods like every year and like hunt people. Like they like pay people or like on some purge he, type oh, shit. Okay. Like he's crazy. He did yeah. record that. He did record that one video where he was literally around a bunch of quote unquote elite, and they do sacrifices and stuff. One, like I've heard, I've watched some of his videos years ago. 
Allegedly. I don't know. See, allegedly. We, remember, this is Alex Jones. So we already, we don't even have to say allegedly. I'm just saying it's recorded. We don't even and have you can to say allegedly. People, we, people just know it's allegedly. We talking about Alex Jones. It's recorded and you can find it. It exists. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, I don't know too much about the man. I just listen to him as an entertainer. Maybe like Apparently, sometimes I listen to him as an entertainer. Apparently, he has certain connections to certain people. That's what that's the rhetoric that he says. So I believe the guy a little bit, you know, to some extent. To be having the type he was of, right about the whole Epstein the, thing, but I don't know the type of angles. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like the type of angles that he takes. Those aren't things that just come out of thin air. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm the biggest guy that says, "Hey, like channel whatever energies or whatever." Sure, <laughs> but those aren't thoughts that just but, come up. Hey, Isn't what this is about like the Sandy Hook thing? That he criticized dot. it was like like stage actors or crisis yes. actors. Or something like that. I don't know much about why what he was yeah. saying. It was a defamation lawsuit. He basically was saying that it was a lie. The thing, yeah, it basically, he basically was saying it was staged. That's which is terrible because there was so much loss of life. Where the fuck do you think they are? You think it's just a thirty something Tupacs yeah. running around in fucking Malaysia or Cuba? You fucking idiot. Some of these fucking idiots, bro. The thing that pisses me off the most about it is that there's other people, because he's doing that for content. But then you got to double down on it. Like, seriously, you got to double down on it. I know this man doesn't, because he comes out years later and then, oh, no, I was totally wrong about that. No, I was totally wrong about that. And I didn't even literally say it. Right? He's going to come out with that bullshit. Is that impression no, good? I think you that think, yeah, what, I like you that thinking that impression? If <laughs> you see his you, face, but, like um, I've seen some like, recent pictures of him, he just looks... His he face gets, just he looks, his face just red, looks, bro. his face just looks fucked. He's, he's sweaty. I got, I got to say, like, he's entertaining. I've seen him on a couple of podcasts. I've seen him on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I've seen him on, um, I've never watched his actual show, but I've seen him on, uh, damn, who's that other dude? Uh, Andrew Schultz's podcast. They got him the on, fuck uh, off flagrant. the internet. Like, God damn. <laughs> Alex Jones, Ooh. I don't think, I think he's banned on, like, every social oh. media. This has been years now, though. It's been, like, a year or two. A lot of people are getting banned, man. Like Sneeko and like Andrew days, Tate, bro. they got them the fuck out of here. Azalea yeah. Banks recently was got rid of, uh, not got rid of, but she was, um, I think she was banned from Instagram. I think. She's or she was suspended. Was she like boiling cat bones or like she's a weirdo? <laughs> she has done a lot. Ew. Yeah, she did make like a, a I think her cat recently died and. I hope that's it was some, recently, bro. That's some Jeffrey, that's memory, some Jeffrey Dahmer shit, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, she you can't do that. And she put him in a soup. She like put the cat and in ate a the soup. soup. No, she, I don't think she ate the soup. No, you can't do that. You die. Yeah, you can't eat the soup. It's not realistic. But I think that she did make like a soup. But she said it was like her way of, um, not memorializing, but that's her own version of her ceremonial you know what i'm talking about like her death ritual no, I see you know it, it, humans have death rituals you know so for a pet you know i get maybe it's different but that just seems that's a little too put that dude in a cardboard box bury him deep build him a headstone that's it in your backyard that's most i would do for my cat and my animals get him a little yeah. a little custom head. back up off your a mic a little bit headstone. yeah i mean I, I don't know. I've never had a, a pet actually die, you know, believe it or not. I've never actually owned a pet when it died. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I haven't. I so I can't judge. I, that feels that feels like shaming for me to say like, oh, no, you can't do that. I mean, she didn't get arrested for it. So apparently it's legal. Well, she didn't kill. Apparently. She didn't kill the cat. Right? So I don't think there's any problem. No, she didn't. 
I think that, I don't know why in my memory, I don't know if we could find this headline. I don't know why in my memory, I feel like she dug up the cat, though. Like she That's had already buried too. the cat. That's I don't know why in the back of my mind. Mae you put that seed of thought in my mind. I that's hope that's not true. I hope that's shit, not dude. true. We don't have God, no. I just that is quite Dad, awkward. Dad, roadkill, roadkill. Look what I found. He would just take a bag with him so he could like when he was walking home, he saw roadkill, he would just put it. He would just carry around a trash bag with him in his pocket for roadkill. Hell, dude. Yeah, man. Azalea Banks out there, bro. That sounds like some shit like you see in a cartoon, man. Some like a witch making like a boil. Ugh. You <laughs> Azalea Banks is like on, on some, some gargamel voodoo, shit from on the some Smurfs. Black magic voodoo shit, like just abracadabra <laughs> potions and from from Harry Potter. <laughs> take take two making two spells cat and claws shit. and one cat whisker with just a t- <laughs> with a lizard tail and that and. And a frog, frog leg, leg. And, and a dash of <laughs> an, an ogre's ogre eye, and then boom, you got a healing potion. <laughs> Ursula, <laughs> Ursula head ass looking. <laughs> That's funny, bro. Hey, it is Halloween. We're in the right spirit. We're in the right spirit. Side note: Have you seen Hocus Pocus? I probably did when I was a kid. I don't remember it all. Oh, you don't remember? I know I you probably saw it on Disney on table, like Disney Channel when I was a kid. I know for sure. It's a big deal, yeah. apparently. I thought that Nightmare Before Christmas was the only Halloween movie that actually mattered, or I guess Halloween as well, which is also coming out. But Hocus Pocus apparently is a big deal. I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of shit about it. I guess um, they just released the second Hocus Pocus on Disney Plus. Th- I've seen Hocus Pocus before. I think uh, I think I watched it like the, for the first time like a couple years ago. It was alright. It's just like a Disney Channel movie. It wasn't anything special. Nothing special at all. Um, we do have other special shows to get to, though. For example, She-Hulk. She-Hulk for now. Speaking of Disney. I didn't like it. I thought it was cool. Man, I wish I... Okay, so can you give us a little review? Because my Disney Plus account has been canceled right. somehow by the powers that be. And um, I was not able to watch She-Hulk this week. So I have not seen the finale, but I'm down to hear okay. the spoilers. Make it as cinematic as possible. So basically Por what favor. happened was that Jen was like fucked. She got fired from her job. She, like she has been like, she was arrested. They put like this bracelet on her leg that prevents her from transforming. They banned, just like Abomination. They just basically like Dang. locked her down. They say you would never turn into She-Hulk again. You're fucked. The media hates her. Like it was like a whole thing. So she was just at her parents' dang. house. She was like extremely depressed. She had lost everything. She was at rock, rock bottom. bottom. She was yeah. like, dang, I'll never be She-Hulk again. Like when I first happened, I didn't want this, but now I like missed that side of me that I had. Like I appreciate it now. Like I can't live without it now. And she went up to go see Abomination. And while this is happening, one of her friends was like her her homie, who's like a paralegal, her friend, was working with this other guy to figure out who's the head of intelligentsia who leaked the tape. And the black chick? No, her like her homie, like her like paralegal lady. Oh, okay, yeah, like the close like, close friend. Her. Right, right, right. Like, right she right, brought right, her okay. along when got she you. got the job to be her paralegal. Got you, got you. They like, mm-hmm. she like released some video. She was like, I guess her mom. She got this video from She Hulk's mom of her like in college, like twerking in college or something like that. Some like embarrassing college video where she was like twerking in like PJs and like a college video, like getting drunk or whatever. So. 
like the AOC, like the I, AOC I guess, tape. I don't know. I'm and <laughs> go she ahead, took go that ahead. tape and posted it on Intelligentsia and messaged the, sh- the head guy of Intelligentsia who like leaked the sex tape and all that and was like, "Hey, I hate She Hulk too. Look at this embarrassing video of her in college." And he was like, "Cool, you. Mm. Oh, thanks for this, man. We about to leak this. Cool. Hey, uh, we got we having this meetup. You want to come out?" So they did this like little espionage thing where she like the paralegal sent her homie, her guy homie, I don't even remember who this guy's name is, to infiltrate the meeting. So he went in the meeting and he, guess where it was at? It was at the little abomination where? hideout place. So he was like hosting it. So it wasn't abomination. It wasn't abomination what? who was intelligentsia, but he was like they hosted it at his little resort, and he was like a speaker there, and he would transform into abomination okay. even though it was illegal. To be like, yeah, they're trying to suppress me too, and look at me, they're not gonna stop me. And he's like giving like a like a Wolf of Wall Street, like what do they call those things? Like positive speakers or like motivational speakers. He was yeah, doing motivational. a motivational speaker in yeah. his abomination form for the intelligentsia guys. And the head of intelligentsia was like one of Jen's friends from high school or something like that who didn't like her. He didn't like her or something like that. What? So they had like found that all out. But Jen was already headed over there to go hang out with them because she liked spending time there because they helped her like you know deal with her problems so jim pulls up oh. and sees abomination fully transformed which is illegal that was violates his parole and mm-hmm. everybody her homie comes in and was like hey that's the dude he's the intelligentsia guy he revealed himself to the guy who went undercover so then all this crazy shit start happening like abomination start freaking out hulk appeared and start beating the shit out of abomination the intelligentsia guy just took the took the serum the blood and turned into a hulk and, and then She-Hulk like broke the fourth wall and was like, Marvel, what is this bullshit? She said so that literally? She said, what is this bullshit? But she like stopped time and was like, broke the fourth wall was like, Marvel, this is trash even for you. And oh she like, God. yeah. That's what she said I don't know about verbatim, but that's what she said. She basically said like, what is, who in the, what is the writing department doing? Let me go handle this. So she broke through the screen, was climbing through the Disney Plus menu Went into Marvel Assemble. What? Went into Marvel Assemble, was walking around the Marvel campus, and was looking for Kevin Feige. And they were trying to stop her from finding Kevin Feige. Yes, that actually happened. That is hilarious. I need to see that, bro. You know what they got that from? That's just like the Monty Python movie, um, Blazing Saddles. I've never seen it. Isn't that how it ends in Blazing Saddles? It's one of those Monty Python movies. Oh my God. If there's anybody in the comments that is listening to this, please give me the proper. I wish we can look it up. Can you look up Monty Python ending Wasn't it, scene? Didn't they like, weren't they like all on drugs? I'm so angry. I've never seen it. I'm so angry they got ruined for me, even though it's kind of like. I swear to God. No, I think it's Blazing Saddles. Look up Blazing Saddles ending scene and try and like kind of watch a little bit of it. What they do at the end of Blazing Saddles is they almost like transit, they break the fourth wall um, by moving outside of the set of the movie. So the movie has been taking place in a Western the entire time. And then at the very end of the movie, the whole entire cast of, uh, of characters move outside of the set. So then they start recording the sets. Like you start to see it's like a fucking lot at Universal. Yeah, he's like, like that. eating pop. He's like That's where they got that from. It looks like it's like from on set. That is brilliant. I wish I could have seen that. I when I was watching, oh yeah, it, I they get in the car, they get in this like seventies looking car, and they drive off. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I saw that, 
No, people love like it. live people instead of actually hearing it. hearing it. People really love the finale. They love that. Really? Because well, I haven't even finished what I haven't even finished it. It gets even crazier. Oh shit! How long is the episode? It's about normal length. Most of the episode is like the fourth okay. wall break. So then she like she she beats oh. up a bunch of dudes. She goes in a writing room and they're like talking bullshit. And she was like, oh, she was telling them like, this lit. is what I want. The story has always been about basically like. My struggle as She-Hulk has never been about these crazy battles and all this. So I want to solve it the She-Hulk way. I want to finish this the She-Hulk way. And they, they're like, cool, you got to take it up with Feige. And she went to go, she had to fight mm-hmm. all these guys to trying to stop her from seeing Feige. She was signing like a disclaimer. And they was just like, they was like trying to call security while she was signing a disclaimer to go like this like NDA. And she was like, you're not really going to let me meet Feige. And they're like, no. And all these dudes came. So she had to beat up all these dudes. So she gets to Feige. And Feige is just like a super intelligent AI with like the Feige head on. He's like a super intelligent like AI <laughs> robot. And he's talking to her and he's making Come jokes. On. And they cracking they were cracking a whole bunch of So they of just jokes. went full, went full ludicrous. ludicrous. Yeah. And he was like, oh, man, well. He was like, Jen, can, can you right. like detransform? The special effects have already are working on another project. And she was like, oh, sure. And they panned away from her so they didn't have to show the, de- the de- depowering. And they panned back and she was like regular Jen. And then when they said nice, like, nice, the nice. special effects team has already moved on to another project, They're you hear the little Wakanda drums. Basically letting you know that's what they're working on. Is, is, uh, mm, like they're Panther. quirky. Disney is quirky. They're be so. I think Marvel is starting to become a little comedy inspired. Yeah, yeah? that's, that's the lane, lane that they want to go down, right? And then they it's don't not want over it to be yet. So anyway, how it ended? I was a little confused about it, but how it ended is, I guess they just panned to the aftermath. So the guess the Todd guy, he didn't end up taking the serum because they should have killed him. It didn't make sense that he turned to Hulk. That was just writing bullshit. Because remember, the Hulk, you only get Hulk if you have certain genetic markers. So he probably would have died from that. So he didn't take it. Uh, Emil Blonsky turned himself in. And he was like, yeah, I need to... They say you got to do 10 years, bro, for turn transforming. That breaks your parole. He's like, ah, oh, I guess I'll go do my time. And then Hulk didn't show up. Mm. So I guess she just handled it her own way. And then at the end... And then at the end, they had a whole family dinner, and Daredevil came out for the family dinner. So I guess they are a thing now, because she introduced him to her family. And they were cracking jokes about how it's like, well, how much money are you making? You. He's like, oh, well, I do everything pro bono. So he's like, so you, the father's like, so you're not making money. And he's like, well, I didn't know... We were gonna already be talking about money. He was like, what? "With me, we're gonna be talking money." Like that's what her uh, She Hulk's money dad was talking about. And then Hulk, I told you, Hulk he was shows be up. In there. This is the banger. This is the one I got spoiled on before the fourth wall break. Hulk shows up with his son from Sakar. He has a son from Sakar. Oh my! He looked God. like he, was, he looked like How he was old? like a teenager. I was like, "What?" And he was like a jacked wow. as hell because he was he was is like he a human? Hulk. Yeah, he's a Hulk. Is he a human though? They Is haven't he a showed human him detransform. He he walked in like in like a hybrid form, kind of like a hybrid form, I guess, like how the the main Hulk is, the Professor Hulk is now. And he had like wow. these like tattoos. And so shit. they're just gonna take this on a whole level of just like this is a universe. Yeah. Universe. They're taking this to the fullest. Is that a thing? Can like, he wise? does have a like? Son. Is that he does, I've never I heard. I watched a video that he does. I've never have a heard that. Son from in a, during the Planet Hulk arc. Wow. I think he has a son from the Planet Hulk arc. That whole thing. I wish we could see it. Fuck. I wish I could. I, I mean, I would have liked to see that movie. I don't think they're no. gonna make that. Hulk movie. is too. Now that they've already it, skipped Hulk it, is unless they go, go back. Hulk is too family go lucky now to be to, to like completely make him serious again. I don't think they're gonna do that. 
they could go like anthology series of films where it's like let's fill in the gaps in between series yeah. maybe here's he what happened on here like something happened to a son because that's what yeah, kind of loki true. is and then at the end uh wong came back and and recruited emil to be to go to karmic tosh so he just busted him out of jail and said hey who's emil's emil? abomination so oh, okay, he okay. came out, he's like, hey, bro, you want to come live at Carmack Tides? He's like, cool, you guys got Wi-Fi? He's like, yeah, we got Wi-Fi. You know, that's that running joke. The Wi-Fi is a running joke with, with Doctor Strange at Carmack Tides. Like, people wouldn't expect mm-hmm. this, like, Shaolin monk-looking mystic arts temple to have Wi-Fi. He's like, yeah, we got Wi-Fi. We're not savages. They made that joke, like, five yeah, times exactly. about Carmack Tides. You guys got Wi-Fi? He's like, yeah, there's Wi-Fi. Love now, it. That sounds energy. amazing. I think yeah. that sounds awesome. I'm gonna have to try to figure out how to get my ca- my account back and up. And she cleared so that her name. I, I think she, was taking, she took the dude to court, the guy who like who like was like fucking with her the whole season and getting her data. And she was like, she was back in She Hope mm-hmm. form. So I guess they were they were they just let it go. They were like, uh, we uh, no settlement. She didn't get that Alex they Jones didn't settlement, that, but she probably did. She probably kicked his ass in okay. court because they had everything they needed. So no Nick Fury Avengers nothing, talk. Nothing, nothing like at that, that no. like that. But apparently, Young Avengers, okay. they set All up right, Young well, Avengers because it's going to be Kate Bishop. It's going to be Hulk's son. It's going to be probably like Ironheart. It's probably going to be um, somebody else I can't think of right now. Uh, Ant Man's daughter. How they set it well, up? I'm, that's what it's like. It's building now. Like we're seeing that it's building. The Young Avengers is coming. It's going to be Kate. It's going to be Kate Bishop. Yeah, it's going it to be Hulk's son. It's going to be Ironheart. It's going to be uh, uh, Ant Man's daughter. Um, it's going to be probably someone else I can't think of right now. Thor's daughter from Love and Thunder. Young Avengers is is is, is true. on lock. Like we got a whole cast now for Young Avengers. It's gonna be a lot of movies. But they've been pushing a lot of shit back recently. I wonder what that's because of I don't know. They probably they 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 work they work they've been delaying a lot of shit. Team, bro. They, 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 that's like the old, that's a new OVO sweatshop. That's <laughs> the new. Hey, I mean, the, the the only time we've ever seen them do something poorly is She Hulk. So I really Her animation think is She-Hulk the only time I've bad. seen an animation. I, thought, I don't know what was wrong with me, bro. Come on now, She Hulk looked awful. She looked like a cartoon. She looked like a cartoon drawing. Actually, she looked like she was two D and three D yeah, form. I, can, I, see <laughs> I just don't think it's the worst I've ever seen. Could see the brush strokes and everything. Nah, I'm just playing. She just looked bad to me. She looks very, very, very flat. The green just didn't work. It just didn't look like Jennifer Walters either. So that's the thing. It didn't even look like the actor. Hulk, his animation style looks like, uh, Eric, what's his name? I almost called him Eric Bana. Why uh, am I Bruce thinking Banner. of Eric Bana? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. It, it looks like him. You know what I mean? They even mm-hmm. get the stubble. They get all of that. All the effects are beautiful for him. But for her, it's flat. doesn't work. Anyway. Top tier deep, deep cut, cut time. time, I'd say so. I'll 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 I'll, I'll let you lead yeah, the got, way here. Uh, coping mechanism, the album and the song is coping mechanism. Um, my Willow, Willow. I mean, I, I haven't heard a lot of Willow. I, I just saw the album on title and just clicked on the song. I thought it sounded good. She has a concert in L.A. on the thirtieth. Thinking about going, maybe thirty first Halloween. I think. I might go. I love concerts, man. Concerts mm. are my thing, bro. I love it. Festivals? Come on. I love um, like low-key festivals. Put out a blanket. Not them like... I wouldn't want to go to like Travis Scott Festival or like Raging. a Rolling Loud. Like Them just look uncomfortable as hell. Like, you got to stand all day. Hell no. I want to be able to put down like a little 
picnic blanket and sit down and everybody's on picnic blankets and some people are standing in the front and you just listen and vibe. Like, I like those kind of festivals. Maybe even like a tent or something. But yeah, we can. I'm, I'm ready. pretty good man yeah mm -hmm. she's a good artist she's definitely caught her lane i reviewed her uh her album what was that like a few episodes ago i liked it i only gave it one listen i haven't really gone back to it too much but she's this definitely hidden i feel some. like i feel like she's, she's gonna keep uh, yeah. it's the only lane i've heard her in besides with my hair yeah, I remember, <laughs> remember that, that joy that was oh that was her first song She's a, <laughs> she has really um, mm -hmm. transitioned. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was Willow Smith. Uh, the joint that I have prepared for y'all is um, a newer joint. It was released this weekend. This woman's name is Michaela Janae. And this is a song called Human Nature is from her latest album, The Missing Piece.
time that is human nature by Michaela Janae that is what we have for you guys in terms of top tier deep cuts now I know what you guys are thinking normally Tuesday pods or excuse me Monday pods hey where's new music I wish I I had some new music for you guys but I do not this week was just I mean I was looking while we were listening to our cuts I was looking (laughs) <laughs> what was available this week to listen to. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I just, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Um, I don't listen to rap and I don't listen to pop. If you listen to those genres, <laughs> this was the week for you. I listened to R&B. I was lucky enough to find that project um, of the woman that I just played. Um, but everything else, hell no. Hell no. But I'm sure that there's some shit out there that was pretty solid. If you got it. Send it. If you got it, send it. But in terms of episode 23, 
that is what we have for y'all today. Mic check. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as always, we hope you enjoyed yourself. I sound like the Disneyland Parks guy. <laughs> boys and girls, please lead to the left. <laughs> so I just like them. I should do some voice acting, man. In my future, maybe. I see it. I see it. But yes, episode 23 in the books. We hope you guys enjoyed yourself just as much as we enjoyed making it for you guys. Because this is what we live for. We in the gym all day, every day. You already know. People need to put some respect on MF Doom. Yeah, MF Doom is fire. I feel like he's not mentioned enough when we talk about lyricism or flow. Yeah, he's, he's slept on. I think I think he's very slept on. I think he doesn't get respect he deserves for sure. But people don't really like that like real technical lyrical rap, old school rap. I don't even think it's technical lyrical. I mean, he's just as lyrically clever as Eminem, and he has the same type of not same, but he has at least the same or at least of decent quality the same level of flow as biggie smalls he rose over a beat just as good as biggie smalls does same era around just as good as beats got a theme i don't know am i pontificating again let me stop let me stop all right ladies and gentlemen we'll catch you guys in another time